0: above every name. And when it comes to Jesus, I am very militant. Militant in the respect that there's no other name. I'm not into ecumenical movements of worship. There's only one God and one man between God and man. And that's the man, Christ Jesus. We thank the Lord for this beautiful Lord's Day and thank God for celebration of the birth of Christ at Christmas. Where major emphasis was placed on divinity kissing humanity when Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. And John records, and the word became flesh. We thank the Lord for his coming. And we thank the Lord for his birth. This morning, I want to dovetail our message around Christmas with A second preview of his purpose, why Jesus really came, a preview of his purpose. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I want to kind of weave some biblical theology, systematic theology together to present to you a prophecy, which became a preview. Amen. And uh, Jesus, Jesus said, search the scriptures. Right. The scriptures is the first 39 books. Search the scriptures, for they all speak of me. That's right. yeah. Yeah. I want you to turn to Isaiah chapter 61, which was read in your hearing, and I want to Look at this prediction, prophecy of the first advent of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, 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 and let, me, let me explain advent. The word advent means his coming to the earth, not to the sky, to the earth. His first advent, he came as a man to die. His second advent coming back to the earth, not the sky. The sky is the rapture. He's coming as King of Kings and Lord of Lords at Armageddon to defeat Satan and all of the armies of the unsaved. And and, and what I what I want you to see here is that there's no greater prophecy or purpose than Isaiah's prediction for the first advent of Jesus Christ. The Messiah. The word Christ in the Greek is Christos, which means anointed one, Messiah. And it is here that this prophecy in Isaiah 61 later became a preview. And we're going we're to turn momentarily as Jesus steps into the synagogue at 30 years of age. Now, he had been in the synagogue at 12 years of age and and they began to converse theologically with the leaders of Israel and they were amazed at his knowledge. But at 30 years of age, he steps into the synagogue and, and, and I want you to pay close attention to what the scriptures have to say. They presented them to him. Isaiah 61 and he read he read it Partially, and after he read, he closed the book and said, "This day, this scripture is fulfilled. Do I have a witness and and, and 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 so when we begin to look at this prophecy, it confirms not only the lordship of Jesus Christ, but the love of Jesus Christ and the liberty for the redeem from Jesus Christ. And it's in this awesome passage of Scripture that we, we, we will notice three keys here. First, his approval from God. And Jesus, Jesus goes on and in this prophecy, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's his approval. Yeah. And then we move from his approval to his anointing because he has anointed me to preach the gospel of the good news to the poor. We move from the approval to the anointing to the appointment. What God, through Christ, is going to do for the redeemed. So one of the things I want to look at as, as, as we begin to uh, navigate through the passage i want to read isaiah 61 beginning at verse 1 to give you a uh, context and let me stop Paul's part because the book of isaiah isaiah prophesied 750 years before the birth of christ all right 750 years before the birth of christ isaiah in isaiah 53 prophesied in the past tense, 750 years before Christ. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. Now let me stop pausing part because no matter what I say, I'm gonna tick somebody off. We're not healed of cancer, diabetes, and heart trouble. We healed of spiritual sin. Come on, yes, yes, sir. Do I have a witness? Yeah. I know this. That 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 he 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 says the spirit of the Lord, verse one, Isaiah 61. and and, and by the way, before we get here. As the first 39 chapters of Isaiah is judgment on Judah. Chapters 40 to 66 is restoration. You getting this? So in chapter 40, it says, Comfort ye my people, but they that wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. All right. I know you've been through judgment, 39 chapters, but God's got a plan that includes restoration. He's a restoring God. Isn't He a restoring God? When we mess things up, He just comes alongside and He tends to restore what we mess up. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just praising God for restoring what I wrecked. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so in, in Isaiah 61, in the context of restoration and blessing, the Spirit of the Lord, God, and by the way, I want to show some specificity, the word Lord is capital L-O-R-D, denoting God the Father, Jehovah. The Spirit denotes the Holy Spirit. The Spirit, Holy Spirit, God the Father is upon me. So he is approved by the Godhead. Because, hang in there with me, the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty, to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Stop. Now, Isaiah goes on to say, in the day of vengeance, but Jesus does not quote that because that deals with the second advent. All right. I'm, 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 I'm just giving you some education here. Give, give you some education here. And and then the third thing is to appoint. So three things are in the text. He's approved, he's anointed, and he's appointed. We just need to establish that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is approved, anointed, and appointed. So we move from the prophecy noun to the preview. Hold your finger there, and now go to Luke chapter 4. Luke, that's to your right. Luke chapter 4. Come on, open your Bibles, or get one out of the pew. Luke chapter 4. Luke the physician, Luke the historian. Amen. Are you with me? And in Luke chapter 4, let's let's look at the context. Beginning at verse 1, Jesus is driven into the wilderness by the Spirit of God and tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus... The God Man had to go through the tests of temptation before he could be declared the Messiah. All right. All right. Are you getting this? Amen. See, you and I got to go through something before God uses us. God, 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 God just don't want to pick you up and you try to use you, and you ain't been through something. You gotta, you gotta go through some, amen, some authentication. This this is what we call the inauguration of the Messiah. And and after he's tempted, verse 13, when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed for a season. Now look at verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee and there went out of fame. And he went into the synagogue, verse 15. Now watch this closely. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, key and stood up for to read. Now here's what blows my mind. And there was delivered unto him. (sighs) stop. Jesus didn't pull up his own text. They gave him the text to read, and miraculously, the text he was going to read is the text he wanted to read. They gave him Isaiah 61. And Jesus began to read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to recover the sight of the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he closed the book. He did not preach on vengeance that Isaiah talks about. He closed the book and gave it to the minister, sat down, and all the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Now, here's where he got in trouble. And Jesus said, this day, this scripture has been fulfilled. Now, the reason they got a problem with him, because many times your enemies will be those of your household. this is the town he grew up in. They, they saw him as a little boy play ball. Yeah, they saw him fish. I dare you come up in the synagogue talking about your God. They, 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 they became angry with Jesus. I want to suggest this morning as we get ready to embark on this new year, the purpose of his prophecy, the prophecy of his purpose. Why Jesus came. We know he came to die, but here he's 30 years old. Not 12, he's 30. The beginning of his ministry, he had a three-year ministry, then he was crucified. Three years, that's it. And and in these three years, and, and, and by the way, by the way, I, I didn't say this this morning, but let me throw this out parenthetically. Isaiah paid the price for prophesying about the Messiah, because tradition says Isaiah was put in a hollow log and sawed in half. You got to pay something to preach about Jesus. Doc, 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 you, you, you may not think you Satan is not going to just let you get up and at will talk about the glories of heaven. Talk about the name that's above every name and not come at you. And, and, and Jesus already told us, he says, don't, don't be afraid. Don't, don't, don't be afraid when they drag you. Don't be afraid when you're Amen, because I'm with you. Lo, even to the end of the age. Can I get a witness? Remember, disciples got all excited because Jesus in Matthew 10 gave them power over demons. Remember that? They, they said, man, we got power to cast out demons. We got power to talk to demons and do demons do what we want to do. Jesus said, don't get caught up in that. If you want to get caught up in something, you ought to get caught up in the fact that your name is in the Lamb's book of life. That's what you ought to get excited about. Can I get a witness? I want to look at three things that comes out of this text that I I think are so powerful. First, Jesus came to heal the wounds of the redeemed, his approval. Now, now let me stop. Some of you may have problems with what I'm about to say. Jesus does not heal the unsaved. There's no, nothing in the New Testament where he healed an unsaved person. Nothing. Everybody that he healed had faith in him. Can I get a witness? You get quiet all you want to. Go home, read your Bible. Um, he, he came to heal. The wounds of the redeemed, those who have been saved. God the Father has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now, let me stop pausing part because, see, these words mean something. Words have definitions that are very demonstrative at times. The word brokenhearted here does not denote someone who is sad, has experienced misfortune, is afflicted, despondent. Or deeply grieved. That, 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 that's not what the word brokenhearted means. The word broken hearted goes back to the Beatitudes of Matthew 5 to 6 when Jesus, listen, was laying out principles for the kingdom. He said, blessed are those that are poor in spirit. All right, now let me, let me, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. Blessed are those that know they messed up. Blessed are those that mourn over their sin. The world is not mourning over their sin. The world didn't wake up this morning sorry for their sin. Only the redeemed become sorry for their sin. Are y'all getting this? The world's going to hell. Hollywood's going to hell. Politicians are going to hell. Scientists are going to hell. Can I get Oh listen, listen listen when you get saved the lord breaks down all those barriers of denial and he begins to show you Yes sir Yes sir Oh I'm preaching now, doc. He 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 begins he begins he begins to show you that you have some deep wounds Now now let me let me let me let me take my time on this Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are they that are broken over their sin, for they shall be comforted. And this healing of restoration is broke. Is, is to the broken. And, and, and he said, I'm going to bind up your wounds. I'm going to give an atonement, forgiveness, mercy, a pardon. I'm, I'm going to bring a healing to the redeemed. Now let me stop talking. I'm, listen, I'm saying this this morning. I'm wounded. Been wounded. When I see Jesus, I still have wounds till he heals them. Mm-hmm. Child of God, there's, there's been conflict in my marriage, conflict, contention in my children, conflict in my home, conflict in my mind. Uh, I got some wounds. I got some wounds, man. I know, I know, y'all got it all together. I, I just don't. I, I mean, I've had some conflict. I've had, I've had some conflict. I've had, my my, bed and I've had some conflict, and I'm not alone because I heard Paul say, "With my mind, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh, the law of sin." Oh, wretched conflict. I'm full of conflict, man. That I am. I got dysfunction. I got historical issues. I got junk bothering me. I got insecurities. I, do I have a witness up in the house? I've got stuff in me that needs healing. And you're not going to get healed till you recognize it. You're not going to get healed till he brings it to your attention. Even, listen, listen, listen. Even the premise of church discipline, when a church member gets out of whack, the, the the whole motive for church discipline is never punitive, it's reconciliatory. That's right. It's to get them to change their mind, to change their actions, to change their direction. Matthew 18 lays out the process, you go one, and if they don't listen, take somebody else with you, finally bring them to the leadership of the church, and the whole, the whole premise for church discipline is not punitive, but reconciliatory. If a brother be overtaken in a fault, you that have the mind of Christ that are spiritual, restore. Am I preaching? People want to hang folk up when they make a mistake. Who are you to hang somebody? If we go in your closet, we probably find more. Can I get a witness? Don't start no stuff up in here. Think you hit all your skeletons? You ain't hide all your skeletons. We all got skeletons. We all, we all messed up. We, we all need to be healed. There's healing in His wings. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. You didn't hear that? There's none righteous. There. There's none from the pulpit to the door. Righteous. No, not one. All we, Isaiah 64, like sheep, have gone astray. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? Child of God. And when I tell you what the word healing means, the word "healing" in the Greek, the transliteration of "healing," is where we get our word. Amen. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Therapeuo. Therapy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Therapy denotes multiple sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've been in therapy. I sat under a psychiatrist. I was on a couch, on a chair, on the floor. I've been there, Doc, been there. And, 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 and listen, in all of my therapeutic sessions, the therapist would examine what's going on in my dysfunctional life and offer suggestions and always sent me out the door with a homework assignment but why don't you try this in your marriage? And why don't you try this with your... Can I get a witness? You know why y'all quiet? Y'all need therapy. Yes. Listen, listen, and, and, and listen, child of God, here's the thing. And, and whenever Jesus comes alongside, he's requiring something. Can I, to the paralytic in John chapter 9, he says, how long you gonna be a victim? How long are you gonna say, take your bed up and by faith walk? I'm giving you the authority to walk. Jairus' daughter was healed. The blind man in John chapter 9 was healed. And I love that story. He, He, Jesus put clay on his eyes and told him to go down and wash. See, you always got to participate in therapy. He told him to go down and wash, and when he washed, he came away seeing. And later on in the chapter, John chapter 9, because Jesus was proving that he's the light of the world, Can I get that everybody's in darkness till they meet Jesus. Can I get a witness? And, and And child of God, I don't care how educated you are, I don't care how nice you are, I don't care how intelligent you are, if you don't know Jesus, you're in darkness. Because he is the marvelous light. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child, 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 child of God, when the man came away seeing, Jesus saw the blind man later and said to the blind man, in so many words, don't you want to be saved? And the man said, how can I be saved? He says, believe on the Lord. Well, who is the Lord? He said, you're speaking to him. Yes, sir. He 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 brought the man to the threshold of faith. Do I have a witness? So so child of God, when we look at this scripture that says, He's anointed me to preach to heal the broken hearted. I've been saved over 40 years. God is still healing me. I'm still messed up. I still, I still reason wrong. I still think wrong. I still feel wrong. Are y'all praying with me? I, I, I get worried about somebody else being above me. I, I, come on, I got insecurities. I got fears. I got trepidations. I got historical stuff going on in my life. God, G, 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 G say, oh, no, 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 no. no I've come to heal the brokenhearted. The only thing I ask of you is know that you need healing and confess it. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I need healing. Emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual healing. He came to heal us. Well, wait a minute, preacher. How does he heal us? I'm glad you asked. Listen to this. He takes his word and brings it to our wounds. And when the Word hits our wounds, it gives us an unusual wisdom to walk away from stuff. If you you continue in my Word, then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Can I get a witness? I wish I had a witness up in this house today. God is able. Through his word, that's why David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart. Why, David, that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, thy word is a light unto my path, thy word is forever settled in heaven. Thy Word cannot come back void. It will always accomplish what it sets out to do. Your wor- The Word of God is your medicine. The Word of God is your medicine. The Word of God is your medicine. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, take your medicine. My wounds is crying out for the Word. My wounds is not crying out to get high. My wounds is not crying out to party. My wounds is not crying out to fornicate. My wounds is crying out for the Word. And when the Word hits my wounds, I can run away. I'm being healed, healed, healed through the Word. Wait wait, wait wait I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. How, how is, how is the Word healing your wounds? Because the Word, yeah, comes up when there's an occasion in your life and it fills the void. I'm depressed, I'm ready to end it. And the Word is say, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And we know we don't feel. We know that all things are working together for the good but he that hath begun a good work in us will keep on doing it till the day of Jesus Christ I have plans for you plans of good and not of evil to bring you to a desired end do I have a witness who shall go for us here am I send me Do I have a witness? The promises is the power medicine that heals the wounds of the redeemed. So he said, I've come to heal the wounds of the redeemed. God knows we got some wounds. Historical family wounds. Wounds of despondency. Yeah. Wounds of rejection. In fact, when I call you a wound, I raise your hand. Rejection. Abandonment. Mm. Sexual sin. No, notice I ain't put my hand down yet. Uh. Can I get it with me? <laughs> Wrong thinking. Wrong feelings, wrong talking, gossip. Do I have, we we got some wounds up in this place that God wants to heal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And and, and see, I know I'm being healed because I, you know. I'll get to that in a minute. I used to think that I was right. And everybody else was wrong. (laughs) That's right. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. I even told God one day I said, The woman you gave me made me do it. If Adam could say it, I could say it. Yes, sir. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Why are you angry with her? She won't call me Lord. Sarah called Abraham Lord. See, that wasn't long. I, 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 I can see what you're thinking. You need to be called something else, all right? Hey, look, 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 look at this, look at this. He, Jesus came to heal the wounds of the redeemed. The very fact that you've been called and saved denotes it means that you have wounds. And the more denial you go into, the deeper you wound. ain't nothing wrong with me deep wounds deep wounds are y'all getting this you you better recognize you got some wounds up in this place and you can change husbands and wives all you want you just carrying wounds from one to the other do I have a witness oh this thing is tight it's tight Look at the second thing. I'm going to get out of your way. Jesus secondly came to help the world of ruin. Now, pay close attention. Luke 4, 18. Are you with me? I came to heal the brokenhearted. Now, watch this. I came to preach deliverance to the captives. Now, now, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. Another word is prisoners. Mm. Two, two things are mentioned here. There's two connotations to this word. Prisoners, physical prisoners, and spiritual prisoners. See, Ephesians said Jesus led captivity captive. Are you ready for this? When he died, when he, listen, was on the cross from 12 o'clock, I mean 9 o'clock in the morning to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He was on that cross for six hours. His last word took place around 3 o'clock. He dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders and died. And what we need to depict around Easter or Good Friday is that he lived, he stayed alive on that cross long enough to complete the will of God. In, in, the, in the last seven words, you know it by heart, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. Mm, they're blind. Isn't that right? He went on to say, I thirst. Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your uh, uh, mother. He went on to say, it is finished. The redemptive plan of God is now complete. Can I get a witness? And then he said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. We we don't even fathom what was going on on that cross. While the Roman soldiers were laughing, the Jews were heckling and saying he saved others, but he can't save himself. They was making, they was picking, they was making jokes at him. They were smacking him. They were spitting on him. And here's Jesus on the cross with nail prints in his hand and his feet. He's sitting there and he's quoting words for our security. Here's Jesus dying, Lord have mercy, on that cross. And when he said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit... Here's what Jesus was saying to God. He said, Father, now because I'm God, God can never die. So if I'm going to die, let me dismiss my 100% God and retain 100% man so I can die. You ain't getting this. So in thy hands, let me send back to glory my 100% God. Let me get that out of here so I can die. Can I get a witness? And then, and then, and then, and then the Bible, you ready for that. And then the Bible, Bible says he died, they put him in a bar too, when he was in the grave. Lord, have mercy. 100% God came back, he walked through Sheol. Yeah. Yes, sir. And he was in Abraham's bosom because Luke 16 tells us that hell was divided into two compartments. The saved and redeemed was on this side and the ungodly and unsaved was on this side and they could see each other. There was a gulf between them. And the Bible says he led them out. He led captivity captive, took all of the redeemed out of Sheol. He released them from being prisoners. Thank you, Jesus. That's why I want to... Pharisees and Sadducees was arguing in John chapter 8. I'm coming in. They looked at Jesus and said, "Are you better than our father Abraham?" And Jesus said, "Abraham was glad to see my day." Now don't miss this. Before pay attention to the verbs. Before Abraham was, I am. Before time was eternity. Are you getting this? Child, 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 child of God. He freed them. Now, now, wait a minute. Let me go back and say something. This is for you Bible students. When Jesus stood up and read the scripture, it was the day of Jubilee. Jubilee was a national holiday when all debts were forgiven and all slaves were free. If I owed you money, it was wiped off the charts. If I had slaves, I had to let them go. You ain't getting this. When he read this scripture, it was the time of jubilee. Lord have mercy. Jesus said, I am your jubilation who will bring about the year of jubilee. I'm going to free prisoners. I'm going to forget debts. I'm going to, by grace, save those that don't deserve to be saved. Do I have a witness? Not only was there physical, and and, and listen, even in our lives, there there is a physical release. Thank God for the physical release. I was addicted, I was bound, I had habits from the world that I couldn't break. Y'all ain't getting this. I had stuff in my life I could not break. But the power of Jesus Christ came in and took off the shackles. The power of Jesus Christ Came in and said, you don't have to get high. You don't have to drink. You don't have to fornicate. You don't have to act like the world. That's power. He gave me physical release. Didn't he give you physical relief? Didn't he give you physical relief? But then he gave you spiritual relief. He frees us from the dominance of sin. Thank you, Jesus. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you three, 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 quick, three quick pictures of this power that Jesus releases us from. First, our sin. Now, I did not say our sins, plural, I said our sin. John makes differentiation between sin, singular, and sins, plural. What causes the sins, plural, is the sin, singular. The sin singular is the old nature. Are y'all getting this? The old nature, Romans 6, 7, and 8, the old nature is a magnet to sin. That's why Paul says, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Are y'all getting this? With my mind, I want serve the law of God, but in my flesh, something else is breaking out. So the sin nature, that old Adamic sin, is against God, not for God, and doesn't even listen to God. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm. So although I'm a, only believers have two natures, we have an old nature, and when we we're born again, now we have a new nature. The new nature, through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, renders, listen to this, the old nature inoperative. The old nature didn't go anywhere when you got saved. There's no eradication of the flesh nature. So when you say, well, how can Christians drink? They still got an old nature. What they're doing, they're making decisions on the old side. When Christians fall into sexual sin, they're making decisions on the old side. When Christians continue to drink hard liquor, they're making decisions on the old side, oh, yes. right? Green. Yes. All right. No, 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 no. watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. But the new nature renders the old nature inoperative. In other words, it overrules it. Yes, oh, you ain't getting this time. So when he's talking about the sin nature, he's talking about an operation that's going on inside the believer until the day you see Jesus Christ. When you see Jesus, old nature's gone. Can I get a witness? That's why Paul got so excited about going to heaven. He, Paul talked about the glory. He, he said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. He, he, listen, he, he, he said, Paul, Paul was talking in 2 Corinthians 4 and 5 about, amen, this old nature, this old tent, this old operation being gone when he sees Jesus. Yes, yes. Can I get a witness? And we're going to shout when we see Jesus because we will no longer be carrying around sin. Let me, let, me, let me hurry up. He deals with the sin, a sinful diet. Then he deals with self, a sinful dependence. Now, the old nature, amen, cooperates with yourself, your sin, self. Self. Amen. And self wants to put you on the throne. Self wants to dethrone Jesus. Self wants to make you think you better than everybody else. Self wants to make you think your stuff don't stink. Can I get a witness? Amen. Every time, you know I played organized baseball in my day, every time I tell that story about hitting a home run, Russell, the ball keeps going further. First time I told a story 10 years ago, I hit a, I hit a home run about 300 feet. Five years ago, it was 400 feet. Two years from now, it'll be 500 feet. Because, see, the sin nature keeps the ball going. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this. See, see, this, see, see, you mess around the sin nature. The sin nature's out to make you king. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all done told me the same story three times, and all three times, the story done changed. That's self. See, I take these consensus. I said, how many of y'all were straight A students? I remember all the hands are one up. And, 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 and then the next time I told a story, how many of y'all were straight A students? Well, the ones that had their hands up for getting C's put themselves in A's now. <laughs> That's self. Self operates on feelings, not faith. Self operates on me being up here and everybody else being down here. Do I have a witness? Self says, I'm better than you. Yeah, I know more than you. I'm all that in a bag of chips. That's self. Can I get a witness? And people that got to boost themselves don't have no air. Can I get a witness? So, so, so he Jesus came to sin, the self and then Satan Satanic deception, and the devil will deceive you. I'm not talking about spells, and I'm not talking about whammies and demons. I'm talking about the devil can transform himself to an angel of light, come up beside you, and you think it's from heaven. Yes, sir. Right. I have been deceived by the devil. How many of y'all been deceived by the devil? Come on, put your hand there. Don't lie. Look at that. See, self getting away. way. Here's some of y'all. Sister, go on, put your hand up. She she was like this. She was, she was like this. She was like this. She, was like, this. she was like this. Me and her getting in the argument. She said, the devil is a lie I said, yeah, so are you. <laughs> Love her. That's my baby. Look at this. Check it, check it out. 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 I can talk about it. Christmas is over. She, she gave me a watch, so God bless you. I ain't expecting nothing else. Look at this. The devil opposes everything we do for God. Do I have a witness? The Lord releases us from the power of the devil. Yes, he does. The, the Lord comes in and the devil is putting thoughts in your mind and he'll, he'll eradicate, look, the, the, the Lord will come in and say, that's enough, Satan, you out of here. Can I get a witness? Haven't you in your spiritual life been so low you couldn't pray, been so down you didn't know how you was going to make it, and the Lord lifted you up anyhow, and the Lord carried you on his back? You know why? Because the Lord will only let Satan go so far! The devil are working it in, but God's going to work it out. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. No weapon yes. that's formed against you shall prosper. Yes. The devil's trying to break up your marriage, your ministry, your mind, your children, and God lets him take some shots. Then the Lord steps in and says, that's enough. Get away. Yes. Can I get a witness? I love my Lord because he always shows up in the nick of time at the right time on time. Can I get a witness? He's to be to be praised Jesus came to heal the wounds of the redeemed Jesus came to help the world, amen, of ruin. But finally, Jesus came to highlight the worship of the righteous. Go back to Isaiah 61. We close now. Isaiah 61. Come on. Come on. You're going to learn something. Isaiah 61. Thank you, Jesus. Made, made, made your prophet. One of four. Uh, Isaiah 61. Hallelujah. Amen. Wait on me. Now look at verse 3. Something. Luke does not say. Now, look at verse 3. Now, watch this now. He says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give the beauty for ashes. There is an exchange process going on here. For your ashes, I'm going to give you beauty. For the oil of joy, I'm going to take away your mourning. For the garment of praise, I'm going to take away your heaviness that they might be, don't miss this, that they might be called trees of righteousness. And it's the Lord who planted this stuff yes, sir. in your life. Yes, sir. I'm coming in. Well, Lord, why did you plant all this stuff in my life? You opened up my blind eyes. You. You, you, you pulled me out of darkness. You gave me joy, praise, and righteousness. Lord, why did you do all this? I'm glad you asked. You took away my dysfunction, my disobedience, my directionless, amen. You freed me as a captive. You facilitated me. You fortified me. Lord, why, why did you do all of this? And look at the end of verse 3. That he might be what? God said, I did it all for my my own namesake. I snatched you out of darkness with smoke still in your garments. I took you off of drugs. I took, look out of your mouth. I stopped you from acting a fool. Can I get a witness? I didn't do it because you deserve it. I did it for my own namesake. I I did it so I could be glorified. I, I did it so I could be magnified. I did it so everybody would look up to the hills from whence cometh their help. Can I get a witness? He was approved, appointed, and hallelujah he was anointed but look at this Jesus is praised for opening up our eyes he's praised for enlightening my mind he's praised for renewing my energies he's praised for storing my strength he's praised for raising me out of the dunghill can i get a witness that's why john said now unto him Not unto Pastor Gordon, not unto uh, uh, Barack Obama, not, not unto your favorite prof, your uh, uh, organization of influence, but now unto him. Yes, sir. There was only one person that was responsible for this, and he did it for his name's sake. Can I get a witness? We are trophies of Jesus Christ. We are bragging rights of Jesus Christ. He's gonna get glory out of our lives. Glory from our redemption. Glory from us being in glory. Jesus is getting the glory right now. Well, why is he getting the glory? Because he healed my wounds. Can I get a witness? He helps me from this world of ruin and he highlights himself in my life. So, when I'm in shop right and somebody says, Let me ask you a question. How is it that you seem to be such a nice guy? I say, Jesus. How is it that you try to help your neighbor? Jesus. How is it that you never miss church? Jesus. How is it that your life changed over the last 40 or 50 years? Jesus. Can I get a witness? He wants the glory. He wants the glory. But you got to tell the whole story. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. When I think about the goodness of Jesus. And all he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God, I thank God, I thank God for saving me. He's healing, he's helping, he's highlighting. Say ya. Yeah. say it. Yeah. His prophecy a purpose. Let's stand on our feet. Every head is bowed, every eyes closed. Why did he come? Yes, he came to die. But he came to heal me, to help me, and to highlight in me that it was all done by him. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here today and you need to be saved, Jesus Christ wants to save you. He's God the Son and the Son of God. He's the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. He died on that cross for your sins. He went to the grave, he was buried, he rose the third day with all power in his hands. If you place faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, that what he did on that cross and shedding his blood can save you, raise your hand right now if you want to be saved. If you want to give your life to Christ, if, you, if you're not saved, you're on your way to hell. You must be born again. Raise your hand if you want to be saved. Come on up, brother. Raise your hand if you want to be saved. Raise your hand. Come on up if you want to be saved. Come on, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Is there another? Is there another? You want to be saved? You want to join the church on your Christian experience? Come on up. I couldn't think of a better ministry to join than this one. If you want to join the church, come on up. Come on, baby. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there another? Is there another? You want to give your life to Christ or you want to join the church of Christian experience? How many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. You don't have a church home. You don't have a church home. I want to invite you to join our church. We're not perfect. We're just forgiven. We rightly divide the word. Is there another? Is there another? Praise God. Thank you. Follow the ministers, please. Church, say amen. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Crazy. Alright. Let's stand on our feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. We're, We're, all wounded, We're all wounded. And we need healing. We, need healing. We, all need help, we all need help. And we all need to know all need that all the, all the highlights belong to him. Father, thank you for your word, thank you for this powerful prophecy that was previewed by Jesus, and now, God, as we go out this place, but never your presence, dismiss us with your choices, benediction, and Father, bless us tomorrow evening, if it's your will that we should live, on a magnificent uh, New Year's Eve service, watch night, bless your word, bless the preachers that will preach. Bless the singers that will sing, bless the dancers that will dance, bless the food even right now, and bless our homes and bring healing in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, now you know where your healing is coming from. We love you, have a great day, Lord bless you, see you tomorrow, 10 o'clock.